This is Gail with Experiences You Should Have. You're a how-to guide for amazing experiences. Happy New Year! This episode is going to be a little different from the other episodes, but don't worry, there will be many more adventure episodes coming. But today, I'm talking about plastic. We, as a society, are obsessed with plastic, and we use it all the time. This subject is near and dear to my heart because I'm an avid scuba diver and love going outside and I hate seeing plastic in the ocean and plastic on the ground and seeing other animals eat the plastic. And I want to offer some tips for the new year for experiencing using less plastic in our daily lives. And by no means am I perfect. I still use plastic in my life, but I thought I'd share some helpful tips to help make a difference. The first thing is to to go strawless. I know it's hard, but you know what? Straws suck. Literally, no, they, they suck. But you have to ask for no straw before uh, someone brings you out a drink. And I sometimes forget to do this. And it just actually happened last night when I forgot to to ask for no straw when I brought my daughter to a restaurant. They automatically brought out a water with a straw. But if you can, try to remember to ask for no straw when going out. Those plastic straws like live forever. And most places don't give you compostable straws or paper straws. Uh, Another thing that you can do in the new year is to bring your own cup. I love getting iced coffee. I love going out for coffee. and, And I bring a hydro flask with me when I go. And if you don't have a cup in the car, take five minutes and just go inside the the coffee shop. So many times I've gone into Starbucks and I've seen people sitting there enjoying their coffee out of a paper or plastic cup. But you can ask Starbucks or other coffee shops for a mug or a glass. And I mean, coffee just tastes better when you drink it out of a mug or or a, a real glass. And sometimes if I forget my mug and I don't have time to sit in the coffee shop, then I just don't go through the drive through. I won't let myself have coffee that day. And then I make sure to remember uh, to bring my hydro flask later. And then another simple tip is to bring reusable bags and reusable produce bags when you go grocery shopping. And I know sometimes you need to stop by the store and you forgot your bags. In that case, ask for paper instead of plastic. Uh, Just start to think about all the different plastics in your lives and maybe come up with with new ways. And, And finally, if you can, compost your food scraps. Uh, food just turns into methane, it contributes to greenhouse gases, and and if you can start composting your food scraps, you're turning it into soil, you can use it for your garden, you could sell it, there's all the things you can do. And these are only a few tips to, to get you started on, on using less plastic and trying to be more green. But you can also get involved in, in like a local uh, water or, or beach cleanup. And my friend Tara and I talked about 
about this topic when we were in the Galapagos together a couple months ago. And I thought that her ideas would be a great experience that everyone should have. I'm here with Tara Spiegel, and you may hear some background noise. You might hear some music here. We're sitting at a cafe in San Cristobal, uh, Galapagos. We are talking about uh, an experience you should have is around a beach cleanup. We're volunteering to help clean up your local beach. So, Tara, can you just paint the experience of cleaning up the beach? Yeah, a lot of people, whether you're on the coast or you're even inland, um, people don't realize how much our waterways and our beaches are impacted by rubbish, by trash, and the agriculture that we do. And every part of our daily life is definitely impacting all the water around us. So whether you're in a landlocked state like Colorado and you're going to clean up a river or a waterway or you're in a beautiful warm place like Florida and you're going to clean up a beach, um, you would be surprised how much trash is around when you go to do those things, even in the most uninhabited places on Earth. Now, you live in Kona, and uh, I've seen some photos, like the day after the 4th of July. Yes. <laughs> Cringeworthy. Yes, and I have seen just fireworks all over the place, and... I think what many of us don't realize is that for that one moment, we are causing a lot of terrible impact onto the water and the beach and the nature around us. Uh, I mean, even little daily things like, I don't know about you, but I grew up with birthday parties. We had balloons. They were fun. They were exciting. They meant there was a party happening. And now as an adult, I'm more cognizant and I realize that those balloons unless you responsibly pop them and throw them in the trash. And even then, a lot of the times they end up in the water or they float away if they're helium balloons. And animals in the ocean or fish in the rivers don't understand that this shiny thing isn't something they're not supposed to eat. Or this balloon that's kind of this crazy color is not food and they try to eat it anyway. Um, and even if it's not something you want to give your time to or you're excited about. There's things you can change in your daily life so that when we go to clean a beach, it's a lot less to pick up. Um, like you said, I live in Kona, Hawaii, and in the south point of the island where hardly anybody lives, we have Camilo Beach, and we actually call it Trash Beach. Wow. Because it is one of the dirtiest beaches in the world. We haul out tons, literally tons of trash every other weekend and it's right back there the next few weeks. Wow, wow. And I would think living on an island, trash is even, uh, that's just really hard to dispose of. You only have so much land and... We don't really have landfills. It actually gets filled in shipping containers and shipped away. Really? Um, certain things can be incinerated, burned. That's why recycling and reusing is such a huge deal for us on the island and it should be everywhere. Right. Obviously, but... 
we got into this throwaway lifestyle where, oh, I can just buy a new one of that, or mm. I'll just throw that away because it's too hard to deal with, or I don't want to bother fixing it, or, or even I don't want to clean it. Disposable plates, disposable forks and straws. Yeah. Straws are oh, a big. Oh, we're one having for a big me. party. It's so much easier just to throw all of this away than clean the dishes. Yes. And we don't realize that we continue yes. this habit then. We're gonna run out of places to throw our trash, and all these beautiful places we call home are already, if you really look around, are not gonna be so beautiful. A lot of us, I don't have this opportunity, but a lot of people drive the interstate, the freeways, the highways, and a lot of the times now, you expect trash along the freeway. Mm -hmm. That's not how it should be. If we're using this place we live, you know, to be comfortable, then we should also be taking care of it so we have it for longer. And even if you don't want to think of it that way, you know, if you're uh, not necessarily a selfish person, but you don't have the time or you say that's just too much, if you think about it this way, if you eat fish or if you eat anything that grows in the land, those plastics, all that plastic we use, breaks it down into these microscopic pieces you can barely see and releases all the chemicals from the plastic making process. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're eating out of the ground, or whatever you're eating that eats something else, um, then what happens is you're eating that plastic and that trash and that rubbish, so it goes full circle. So even if you don't want to do it for the earth, you should do it for yourself mm -hmm. by all means because it's going just right back into the system and you're ingesting it. <laughs> yeah, that fish on papio is now fish on plastico. No. <laughs> no bueno. I actually had the really unique opportunity once to help with a whale necropsy, which is like an autopsy except for animals. Um, and as we were opening this 20-foot beautiful whale that just kind of washed up on the beach, um, we opened its stomach up and we found a few plastic bottles, like two liter bottles, uh, a couple of one liter bottles, like really? Coke bottles. Um, yep, we found a couple of plastic bags. A lot of the whales that like to eat jellyfish or squid see a plastic bag floating in the ocean and that's automatically a meal for them. And it's not like us where we like investigate our food, take pictures, they don't do that. No. They just grab it so it doesn't get away and they swallow it whole. So. And this animal had multiple hooks, multiple plastic bags, multiple plastic bottles in its stomach when we opened it up. And you know the tops of all those uh, water bottles and Cokes and milk, you, you can't recycle that. You cannot recycle it. We have to come up with a better way to ingest water and milk without yeah. throwing away plastic every time we do it. It's not sustainable. It is, and, and you know, even if you don't have the chance to participate in a cleanup and really see it, and, and I say participate once, just so you really see how much trash there is, because when you get into a beach or a waterway and you're looking for the microplastics, the small pieces, uh -huh. you're amazed to find that a lot of the beach or a lot of the riverbed is actually made up of those little If I could say one thing is to use less plastic. If that's a reusable water bottle, if that's using glass plates, if that's when you buy a drink at the store, buying the glass bottle instead of the plastic one, do it. It makes all the difference in the world. Uh, those plastics are just 
creating a toxic environment for ourselves and for our earth. And even if you do all the beach cleanups in the world, like I said, Camilo, I have a friend that cleans up with her not-for-profit organization every weekend, every other weekend, and is literally pulling tons each weekend out of there, tons of trash. And that's a place where nobody lives. Like We have to fix the root of the problem as well as do these beach cleanups. Right. So the more that we do these beach cleanups, it will open people's eyes to the amount of plastic and the plastic culture that we're in and start to invoke change from the bottom up because I don't think it's going to happen from the top down. No, not at all. We can only make so much of a dent from the top. <laughs> right. So we as a people need to stop buying things wrapped in plastic, things with plastic tops. Using Buying. plastic straws. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people hate to hear it, but like going to the natural food store and bringing your reusable bag, you can scoop your items right into it. It's usually actually lower cost. Right. Even for us in Hawaii, we we go to the farmer's market instead of shopping in bulk. Like it just is better for our island and mm -hmm. it's cheaper for us. Like right. It's usually more cost effective as well. So yeah. it works out much better. Uh, my challenge to you today, to to our, our listeners out there, is to think of a few things of plastic that you are using that you don't need anymore, or uh, a better alternative. And and we both agree that we should all get involved in some type of waterway cleanup, whether it's a beach, a river, a lake. And if there isn't already a cleanup scheduled, to Create one. Create one. Let's start it. It's a, a great school a activity. It's a great... Get your kids involved. Yeah. It's really fun, and you can make a day of it. Have, you know, a picnic, a trash-free picnic, and clean up. But I, one of the fun activities I always tell kids to do is to, one day, just one day, write down everything you touch that's plastic throughout your day for 24 hours. Every single thing that you touch that's this plastic. This is a great and you're exercise. Look at that list and you're gonna be blown away because you don't realize how much of our society is made up of plastic. And just, you know, I I realize sometimes it sounds a little hippie. And hey. I'm, I'm first to admit that I am an environmentalist, but I, I still don't think of myself as quite hippie, but I know that I wanna feel comfortable eating the food around me and I wanna feel safe and recognize that the place we live are still beautiful. And I want to keep it that way. So every every year, every month, if you set a goal, I'm going to eliminate this plastic off of that list and not use it, small steps, then it makes a big impact if multiple people are to do that. I always also tell the keiki, the children in Hawaii, that, you know, if we go to the beach and we see trash, if you pick up 10 pieces of trash that aren't yours, big or small, that's 10 pieces of trash that aren't on the beach. And, you know, usually I have a class of 30. So that's 300 pieces of trash right. that are no longer in our waterways. It's huge. And that's just one class. So imagine if you had a group or your child's class doing it or Abby's class doing it. Like, yeah. it's a huge impact. And people don't realize how much power they have to affect change. They really do have all the power right there in just making choices. And, and living a greener lifestyle and using less plastic shouldn't have anything to do with what political party you're in. No. I, this should be... This should be for you. For you and for the planet that we live on. And we need to take better care of it. And 
not live in this disposable society. Yeah, and, and I always use the stepping stone of a beach cleanup or a waterway cleanup because you just don't realize until you're looking for it and it's just an eye-opening experience. It really is. Oh, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, this is a fantastic experience. <laughs> resources for beach and waterway cleanups, whether you're in a landlocked state or if you're on the coast or if you're even international. Um, in September every year, there is an International Coastal Cleanup Day. It's worldwide. Fantastic. Um, if you go to the International Coastal Cleanup website, um, ICC website, they have places you can go that are already organized. They will help you organize for your place that you want to clean up. They will give you other cleanups that are going on in the areas different times of the year. So uh, International Coastal Cleanup is a great website just to jumpstart. And it'll tell you what we find on the beaches, the weirdest thing we find in the cleanups. Oh. And like I said, it's worldwide. So. There are some strange things found at those cleanups. Well, I'm going to get involved. This sounds great. <laughs> and, and a great learning experience for my daughter, too. Thank you. And it's fun because you are doing it with friends or family. So it, it doesn't need to be an arduous volunteer activity. It can be really fun if you're with somebody you enjoy hanging out with. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you again, Tara. <laughs> this is fantastic. Thanks for having me, Gail. Letting me share. Yeah. Well, uh, let's enjoy some food before we both part our ways, and and I'll see you soon again in Kona. Will I'll bring you to a cleanup? All right, that sounds great. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. All right, aloha, aloha. aloha.